1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. Thank you to our main man, Jack Stern, for holding it down tonight. And thank you to everybody listening all over North America. Friday moving into Saturday getting you all set up for the weekend we've had a full show we've talked Rodgers and Brady and Wilson and Geno Smith Geno Smith is in Germany trying to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers we talk college football thank you to Emery Hunt from CBS Sports HQ for joining us we've talked about the Houston Astros Their general manager after three years, I guess uh, Jim Crane, the owner, is just like, listen, man, we were winning before you got here. You can just take a hike. He's gone. He's out. Talked about the Dallas Cowboys taking on Rodgers and Josh Allen and his elbow. Not worried about it. Oh, yeah. By the way, Kyler Murray has a busted up hamstring. He's a game time decision against the Rams. There's just so many injuries. There's so many. I'm not worried about nothing. Matthew Stafford, he's questionable. He's still in concussion protocol. They're going to take on the cards. No need to rush Matthew Stafford back because uh Matthew Stafford and the Rams they ain't they're not going anywhere. A matter of fact, Sean McVay in speaking about Matthew Stafford, there was no indication on this past Sunday's game that he had any type of head issue. It was during the week that this this came to be, and Sean McVay said, I know this man had concussion symptoms.
4: Did you have any indication during the game, Sean, that he was, you know, woozy or anything like that?
3: I did not, no.
4: So so where, does this come as a surprise to you? Or? It's
5: Yeah, I mean, really what you do is you just kind of take it in stride. And so... Ultimately, it's really the doctor's you know, job to be able to kind of ask those questions, gather that information, and then be able to make those decisions based on the protocols and the different things that they think are in best alignment for the person, um, and that's kind of where we're at with that. Wow.
3: Sounds like Josh McDaniel about Tua. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. If he's healthy and he's available, he plays. You know, I think uh, we got to give some of these coaches a little bit of a break. Like it's it's not their well it is their job to protect the players but how the hell would Sean McVay know that he has concussion symptoms unless the man is is looking woozy or doesn't know his name or can't remember a play how the hell is he supposed to figure that out in the course of a game that is the doctor's job that's why in the case of of Tua Tagovailoa when he got knocked out that's why that doctor got fired coach is supposed to know if he had concussion symptoms? Did they tell him? 855-212-4CBS I'm going to get to more of your calls. This is very unusual but uh, Pete Rose is, is still trying to get into the Hall of Fame. I'm going to give you an update on that. Let's go ahead and get to the lines. They've been very busy. We have a lot of people who've been very patient and so let's not waste time. Frederick is calling from D.C. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
6: Hey, good. Um, how you doing, Gerald? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I was wondering what do you think about uh, my Dolphins? Uh, do you think they have a chance? And what do you think about Tyreek Hill getting 2,000 yards and Jalen Waddle getting 1,000 yards
3: receiving this year? Uh, I mean, it means a hell of beans if they don't win anything, right? I mean, what, what does it matter? Correct. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, well, you're agreeing with me, but you, well, well that, that's a little odd. You, why did you bring it up?
6: No, I think, uh, I mean, has there, I know it has never been done in a season, uh, a 2,000-yard receiver and a 1,000-yard receiver on the same team. Like you said, it means a hill of beans if, if they don't win at all. But what do you think about the accomplishment itself?
3: Oh, well, obviously it'd be great. I don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to get there uh, for 2,000 yards. And if he did, then, then God bless him. And Jalen Waddell is, is great in his own regard. I'm looking at it right now. He has 812 yards receiving. And we know they're dynamic. And we know that they can put up points. And we know that when Tua is healthy, that I know people like to tout this, like they would go undefeated throughout the whole year. Yeah, I know they're 6-0 when he plays. I'm not all that sold on, on their defense. That's it. Like, they can hang in the game with anybody. The Dolphins are a good team. Um, am I sold on them to, to just win the Super Bowl? No, not quite. But, of course, they got a shot just like anybody else who'd be able to get in.
6: Okay, I appreciate
3: that. Thanks a lot. No doubt, Frederick. Thank you for calling from D.C. I mean, this is a squad. They just played the Chicago Bears. They barely beat them. Gave up 32 points. The week before that, against the Lions, gave up 27 points. Like, there comes a point in time where you gotta, you gotta tighten the screws. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Marcus calling from Atlanta. What's up, Mark? Hey, Jr. Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Yes, sir. Well,
6: the Lakers just fell to two and ten because they lost to the Kings. Do uh, you, you think they're gonna think about having a coach change because you know coaches can't <laughs> fix everything? But no. To everything, but um. No. Ham is. Uh, I mean, two and ten is embarrassing. It and, is uh,
3: embarrassing. It, and it has more to do with talent than than the coaching of Darvin Ham. I, I had the game on in the studio. I, okay. I I watched it in the background. I I did tune in first to the. The Golden State Warriors and their victory against the, the, the Kings, or excuse me, not the Kings, the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers, yeah. Yeah, okay. but yeah. no, you, you can't. What do you find Darvin Ham for? He can only coach who's out there. Because the
6: fans are going to want <laughs> big, you know, they were, Lakers, though, championship basketball. Uh, Russell no. Westbrook, you got to give him credit. He's stepping up off the bench. So everything we said bad about Russell Westbrook, we got to take back because no, I mean we he don't. was like four from...
3: No, 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 no. Mark. I don't think the fans in Los Angeles are that stupid. They understand that this team is poorly constructed, that LeBron James is older. When he plays, yes, he can put up good numbers, but he's not dragging a team to victory. Anyone who's watched Anthony Davis, I'd say, over the entirety of his career knows that if the wind blows the wrong way, he's going to snap in half. And I think this is the yeah, same. Yeah, he's with out Russell. there now. It doesn't matter if he's. No, no, it doesn't. No, he. Yes, he's out there now, and he's not aggressive. He's not leading the way. He's not being a game changer. And for Russell okay. Westbrook, there's no changing what Russell Westbrook. There's no taking back. He's in essence been the same player his entire career. Inefficient.
6: Inefficient. Yeah, He's it, a triple-double triple leader of all, you know
3: Oh, I mean? my, Mark.
6: No, come on, we're talking now.
7: You no, no, like you no, no. Mark, part.
3: I got it. Mark, I have to be honest here with you. I'm listening. I have to, I have to be honest. You are, you, I, am, I am shocked. I am shocked. I think a lot mm-hmm. of America is shocked, and my friends in Canada too. I think people are shocked that you are here on the radio saying okay. that Russell Westbrook is efficient. He is one of the most inefficient basketball players or stars that I have ever seen in my life. Please Can explain I make a comment, if please? you're if you're just no, I I okay. I, I I'm Mark, listening. if I got to be honest, I'm going to let you give your comment because I don't want to be mean. That's but okay. you telling you telling me that Russell Westbrook is efficient because of his triple doubles. Just makes no sense. But go ahead. Entertain us.
6: Okay, that was over uh, his career, okay? You have to – I would think you would have to admit that every time he's out there, he's giving 200%. He's doing all he can. We – as black people bringing this man down, I'm not a big fan of. Him. Oh I mean, my
3: God! I am a big fan oh big of... my... No, Mark. Seriously. No, don't let me. Mark. And, and no, 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 I'm not. Give me I'm one, minute. You... one
6: minute, please.
3: No, no, I'm letting you know I'm hanging up on you because you're not making no sense. But I'm, that you know what? I'm going to put you on hold because I want you to hear what I'm going to say. So I'm not going to hang up. I'm going to okay, put go. you on hold. There you go. Oh my God. What am I doing? It's Friday night. I need a drink. <laughs> no, I, I need one, Jack. I, I even forgot the first. What was the? Well, the, what was this? What was the first stupid thing that he said?
4: Honestly, he said so many stupid things that I can't even remember. My brain feels like it's tied up in knots right now.
3: Well, let me hold on. Let me um. Uh...
4: Oh, I, re- I actually remember now. Now that we're on the topic of conversation, he was wait at-
3: before before he mentioned the black people part. What did he say before that? His, yeah, his- he
4: actually came out with a halfway decent point in asking you if the Lakers should fire Darvin Ham.
3: Well, that's that's that that has nothing to do with it. They they can't fire Darvin Ham. They're not going to get rid of him. What was the other point about the uh, the the efficiency specifically?
4: That they weren't an efficient team shooting. I I don't know. He was he was jumping all over. He started comparing them to old Lakers teams. I, I re, he didn't really have much of a direction. It was like no yeah, he, uh, no valid he, points, all vibes.
3: He brought up he brought up his triple doubles and in, in his efficiency. And uh, hold on, let's ask him. Let's see if he can answer. Probably not. Hey Mark, you're back. What was your first point? I was hearing you just now, and I'm like, why don't you just ask me? I know you want to. Well, you're, you're uh, here because I'm okay. trying to save oh, okay. time and speaking to you because it's painful. W- what was your point?
6: <laughs> all right, here's my point. Russell Westbrook, from the beginning of the season, he shoots like crap. Okay, we're all over him. All the stations like,
3: no, 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 no. I didn't ask we're, you no? that. No, no, your okay, def- your oh. defense in him being, e- I said Russell Westbrook is inefficient. <laughs> You told me about his triple doubles. Was that your your defense? No, my defense was he's coming off the bench and producing, and you're like you know proof
6: like he's you know it's the same old Russell Westbrook. Oh my! Well, the he well,
3: well he's he been done. well thank well thank you. Now he's back on hold. He's been the same Russell Westbrook his entire career. What am I gonna look at? The couple of games he's coming off the bench, and now all of a sudden uh, he he's efficient. What did he do tonight? I'm looking at it. He shot six of 17 from the field. How efficient is that? God bless him. He hit four of seven threes, and watching the game, he had five turnovers, watching the end of the game of which they lost. You know what I saw? Him dribbling the ball into oblivion. And yeah, I know he's out there playing against a bunch of well, playing with some scrubs. But I mean, damn, this man is inefficient. I don't even know, I I can look back 10 years ago. And Kevin Durant is looking at him like, what are you doing? LeBron James is looking at him going, what are you doing? Shaquille O'Neal sat courtside last year and looked at him and said, slow down, what are you doing? Anyone who has watched this man take a jump shot that clanked off the side of the backboard said, what are you doing? I think saying that Russell Westbrook is inefficient, I think most people with two eyes at any point over the past 10 years would say so. And, and bringing him, we as black people, what does it have to do with him being inefficient? He could be Kyle Corver out there. If he was jacking up shots and is hitting the side of the basket, what does it matter if he's black, white, yellow, purple, pink in between? I didn't know having a conversation about Russell Westbrook and his poor decisions now now moves into a racial conversation. What are we doing? I'm not going to have a drink. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Jack is here from Rhode Island. What's up, Jack?
5: Hey man, can you hear me, Jr.? I, I do. Go ahead. Uh, hey man, I just wanted to talk about the Packers. I uh, I've been watching watching the Packers for like pretty much just Aaron Rodgers' career. Yes. And I've never seen it this bad. I I can't comprehend other than to he just he didn't try this off season at all as to why he's this bad.
3: Well, here's a couple of things. He's old, older. Uh the the offense around him sucks. He's getting paid more money than he ever has before in his life. Uh, he's at the point of his career where he feels slighted yet accomplished, and so yeah. I don't, I don't think there's um, I A, I don't think he's a leader, and I don't think he's he's fully motivated or bought in. This is no, the I don't same... think
5: he's motivated at all. He yeah, did that it's... ayahuasca stuff over the summer, right? And he's just he's disinterested. He's not he's not buying into it anymore. And to pay him fifty million dollars for. How two years? That's ridiculous. Well, Turn when him to w- not show up and pay him that much.
3: Well, you know what? When when you're on the back end, if he was if he was still, and this is when you know it's a wrap. Every off season the past few years, we've had to go on a journey with Aaron Rodgers as to whether or not he was going to play, which leads you to believe that he has one foot out the door. And the next now- thing is w- when you have one foot out the door you're ready, willing, and able to just trash your teammates. And that's what he's done. He's not here he's for the long the haul. Yeah. yeah, Aaron Rodgers is here to collect a paycheck, to try to win football games, and if it doesn't happen, and so be it. He's going to say, I was still damn good myself. And so that's what's wrong with him. He, he just doesn't care. If there's anybody that Aaron Rodgers is interested in, it's himself. Rick is calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
7: Hey, JR. I love the show, man. I'm just so impressed with your ability to talk a little bit of everything and just your knowledge. I really appreciate you keeping me up tonight. So I just got back from flying cross country. Um, hey, wanted to see what's your opinion on uh, Justin Fields. Do you think what we're seeing is for real? And then where does he rate? As far as, I, you know, I, I, I love Justin Fields. I'm not going to deny that. I'm excited about the way he's playing. But the NFC quarterbacks, where does he rate? Is he in the top 10 right now? Is he in the, like, overall NFC? I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Whether
2: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
8: You could spend the weekend doing the same old
1: whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's
3: for real, and then also, where does he rate overall on NFC quarterbacks? Man, uh, t- to be honest, I haven't sat down and, and, and rated him as a quarterback or, or done rankings as to who the best is. I think overall when you look at Justin Fields, the jury is still out. If, if I'm a Bears okay. fan, if, if I'm a fan of Justin Fields, what I would love to see is the type of progression that we have already seen in someone like, like Jalen Hurts. Uh, these are two dudes with similar skill sets. But what we've seen year over year, even in a, a, a short amount of time, is a, is a massive improvement in Hurts and what he's been able to do. And a part of that is not coincidence, is they've been able to surround him with great receiving talent. You got a bully out there in A.J. Brown. You drafted Devontae. He, he has guys that they can run with. And they're still a rushing team. And so Justin Fields always has had potential. I said last night, I think it's it's crazy that here in Georgia that the Falcons just let this guy, you know, slip away. They didn't even even try to or attempt to, to grab him. And so I think he's good. I think he has potential long term. But the Bears, they added Claypool. They got a lot of draft picks. They do need to protect him. If it's just going to be, hey, Justin, run the football, they should do this right now. If they want to win, they want to stay competitive. But there's going to come a point in time where he's going to have to just throw the rock more consistently. And I think a lot of that has more to do with the talent around him than the talent that he can grow into.
7: Do you, li- do you like polls overall?
3: I think the jury is still out. It's, it's, it's early on, so I'm not going to. Put a stake in the ground. He's been able to to, to bring in and secure draft picks, and it's going to be a, a multi year process. So I'm not going to throw Ryan under the bus yet.
7: What what I were I'll hang up after this. But what I worry about is, as Bears fans, we hear about all this money that we have next year, right. but money can't fix everything. And you've got to really build this. And I appreciate where Ryan is coming from with Kansas City and seeing how they built that up, but. We can't go head over heels and think, oh, man, we got all this money. Look at the Jaguars spent a lot of money this past offseason. Money doesn't solve it. You really got to build it out and, and um, you know, get the right people in place. So, hey, I l- appreciate the show. Have a great weekend.
3: Thank you. You as well, Rick. Uh, and all the best in, in your travels. Get some rest. Uh, you could look at it as the best of both worlds. Salary cap room and space, draft picks. Man, it could be a slow burn or it could be a fast turnaround. I didn't think the Eagles would be this good this quick. I thought that they would be okay. I didn't think that they'd be perfect. You never know. Things can turn very, very fast. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get to more of your calls. And then... I need to fill you in on a legend who is begging to get into the Hall of Fame. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, it's been a busy night. I'm still trying to understand. For the life of me, I'll never forget this. Mark from Atlanta. I said Russell Westbrook is inefficient, and he told me, what? All the triple-doubles he's the leader? What, what does that have to do with efficiency? Oh, my God. Anyway, we've talked a lot of NFL, obviously. We've talked college football. And, yeah, the World Series just ended a week ago, and you would think that there'd be a lot of conversations around free agency, and sure, there are some. Hal Steinbrenner of the Yankees says he's had positive conversations with Aaron Judge about wanting him back, and Otani won't be traded. Sure, I'll see it. I believe it when I see it. Fine. But one of the greatest baseball players of all time, it was revealed this week that he sent a letter He sent the letter to the commissioner's office, and this happens to be the hit king. It's Pete Rose. Pete Rose is 81 years old right now. This man is basically banned from baseball, can't participate. Uh, It still drives me nuts when Jim Gray tried to interrogate him. Uh, man, this must have been 25 years ago. I remember that at the World Series, I'm watching on television like everybody else, and I'm going, "Why are you dis- Why are you trying to destroy this guy right now?" He admitted betting on baseball about 20 years ago, and seven years ago, he tried to be reinstated. He had a meeting. He wrote a letter. And then he was just like, look, I just want to have a relationship with the game. This is what Pete Rose had to say seven years ago. And I'm going to tell you what he did a few days ago. This is seven years ago. Pete Rose was on Colin Cowherd, and they were talking about, you know, how he feels about being in the Hall of Fame. If he feels that he deserves or needs to be there, this was his response.
0: I don't worry about that because I've been suspended 26 years. Uh, I would just like to uh – how can I say this? Uh, I would like to be friends with baseball again, yeah. I haven't been friends with baseball uh, because of my mistakes for the last 26 years and And I was delighted that the commissioner was going to review my status, and I had a very cordial meeting with him in New York about a week and a half, I think the twenty fourth and we decided uh, not to comment on the meeting, and he said that, like you said, he will give me a a ruling by the end of the calendar year.
3: that. Was seven years ago. The ultimate response from the commissioner, Rob Manfred? No. This was the statement from Rob Manfred seven years ago. His public and private comments, including his admission, provide me with little confidence that he has a mature understanding of his wrongful conduct, that he has accepted full responsibility for it, or that he understands the damage that he caused. That was seven years ago. Pete Rose is 81 years old. And he wrote a letter. It was revealed that this week he wrote a letter to Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball, still asking to have a relationship with MLB and to get into the Hall of Fame. He says, I'm asking for your forgiveness. Despite my many mistakes, I am so proud of what I accomplished as a baseball player. I am the hit king, and it is my dream to be considered for the Hall of Fame. Like all of us, I believe in accountability. I'm 81 years old and know that I've been held accountable, and that I hold myself accountable. I write now to ask for another chance. As of this moment, it's been reported by TMZ that Pete Rose hasn't heard from baseball or the commissioner at all yet. And I get it. We need to uphold the integrity of the game. I get it. Barry Bonds is probably going to have to be voted in by the players' committee. Same thing with Roger Clemens. These guys are being punished for cheating. I get it. Pete Rose is in the same space. But you know what Barry Bonds isn't doing? He ain't begging and pleading. Roger Clemens ain't out here begging and pleading. Pete Rose is 81 years old. And sure, he didn't cheat on the field of play. This man admitted to, to gambling games that, that he managed. Awful, yes. But just put him in. What is He's 81. I think he's ultimately going to get into the Hall of Fame. Without a shadow of a doubt, I think Pete Rose will get into the Hall of Fame. I think he will. Are they going to wait until he's gone. I think that's what it sounds like, what it feels like. What, what is Rob Manfred, judge, jury, and executioner? It's, it's baseball. It's not the pearly gates of heaven. Let's put him in there. Who cares? Like Pete Rose should write a letter every year and just, uh, what are they going to deny him every time? I actually think what Barry Bonds and Clemens did was worse. It's not that Pete Rose was out there gambling on the actual games and, you know, skirting or changing the results of it. If they found evidence of that, then, yeah, sure, get him out. But that's not the case. Put the man in the Hall of Fame. Got this 81-year-old dude just out here begging. Put him in there. Do it while he's alive. Or at least uh, allow him to have a formal relationship with MLB. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Before we roll out, I'm going to take your calls here on Pete Rose. What do you think? Should they just put this man in the Hall of Fame? We'll talk some NFL. We got more to do before I roll. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. I'm getting ready to roll out. But before I do that, we got a lot of people online. And I want to make sure I can talk to as many people as possible before we go. It's been a potpourri of sports topics. Yes. Probably be the first and last time you hear the word potpourri on CBS Sports Radio. We've talked about Pete Rose. He's 81 begging Major League Baseball to allow him a relationship so he can ultimately get into the Hall of Fame. I think he will. I think he should. Just let the guy in. Who cares? We talked football. Josh Allen in his elbow. Case Keenum potentially taking on his former team with the Vikings. We talked about Geno Smith going to Germany to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Geno Smith playing out of his mind. We talked about Aaron Rodgers getting ready to face Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. You got former teammates, Leroy Butler, well, not Leroy, but then you got Greg Jennings. They're both like, hey, if this man has to sit down or sit out, or if they start to stink some more, they should sit him down. Talked about the Broncos and Russell Wilson, Tennessee, the Astros, the general manager, they got rid of him. Talked about Alabama. Alabama. I hope they lose to Ole Miss, but I'm not holding my breath. And then the NFL is going to honor John Madden on Thanksgiving. All three games. Got to love it. A turducken. Got to love it. 855 2124 cbs Scott is calling from Georgia. Hey, Scott, you're live. You're not live anymore. Jeff is calling from San Diego. What's up, Jeff?
6: Okay, uh, um, I just wanted to know how fascinated you were by this these two uh uh you know top uh quarterbacks kind of going down the same, like not the same, but the circumstances they are I've never seen that in in NFL history where they're at the top and they, and they drop, but for you know maybe
3: different circumstances, I mean, it's just
6: fascinating.
3: Are you referring to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? Yes, sir. Okay. I mean what's what's fascinating that I mean Tom Brady well, technically is still he's his team is still alive. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the game is hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong
1: place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
3: team just sucks around him right in in the
6: circumstance that he found himself in but Aaron Rodgers talked about the same thing with uh you know maybe the team not being good you know blaming maybe but I've heard uh, Brady do the same thing I just I just thought it was fascinating I've never seen it in sports history where two top
3: players uh go down yeah I, I I just think uh I wouldn't put them in the same boat. Are they both older quarterbacks? Yes. Are they having the type of seasons that they would want? No. But Tom Brady is not. He's not as unbearable and miserable as Aaron Rodgers. There's times that Tom Brady looks miserable now. We see him throwing a tablet and we see him yelling at the offensive line, but there's not a day that goes by where Aaron Rodgers just doesn't look. Like, he doesn't even want to exist. He's like he's like Jake Cutler times 100 right now. At least Tom Brady has a chance to win. Yeah, interesting story, but I don't know if I'd put them in the same exact boat. I'd stay away from that one. Aaron Rodgers is his own worst enemy. And I've never heard Tom Brady obliterate his teammates in public. And Aaron Rodgers has no issue doing that. It's uh, kind of sad. Eight five five two one two four C B S. Vlad is calling from Illinois. What's up, Vlad?
6: Hey Jay, how are you doing, man? Um, I've been mind your work for a long time. Um, ever since that Chick Liddell video posted. I I just I loved it, man. I want to get your take on uh the Celtics and them boys up there, uh just balling hard, and uh Jason Tatum, if you can get an M V P at the end of the year. That's all I wanted.
3: Thanks. Oh, thank you. No doubt, Vlad. Thank you for calling from Illinois. Yeah, no. Jason Tatum is definitely in the conversation for for MVP this year. I think there's a, and it's it's early. Granted, we know that he has the talent to do so, and he's in he's in a group of players that that can do it. Let's let's get Jokic out the way. They ain't giving him MVP three times in a row. We're gonna have a different MVP. Is Giannis gonna pick it up? You know, Luka Doncic is certainly someone who's been uh, in the talks, even from a preseason perspective. I think for this year, what Tatum has done so far, even tonight, Boston Celtics, they beat Denver 131 to 112. Tatum drops 34 points, has eight rebounds, five assists. If Boston has an amazing record throughout the course of the season, if they end up with close to 60 wins, yeah, Tatum will be there no doubt about it but i think between Tatum and Brown it's not so much about the awards Tatum would love to have it they got to they got to get close to a championship they got to go back And a big shout out to Marcus Smart we spoke to him right before the season started 855 2124 CBS Lewis caller from Rochester
0: hi jr thanks for having me on the best uh, sports show on radio Um, I I wanted to talk about um, Josh Allen's injury and uh, Josh Allen, Bills, although first I I will agree with you that Rose should be in just on his play alone. Now um, turning to Allen and the Bills, um, Allen has, in my view, passed Jim Kelly as the best quarterback in Bills' history. He's rivaling the great
3: Bruce Smith, who's also in that Hall of Fame, for the best player in Bills' history. Um, well, Jim that, Jim Kelly has said as much already. Uh, I didn't I didn't hear that, but yeah. Uh, yeah this is sure. about, a, about a year ago, he pretty much said, yeah, he's better than me and has more potential. Yes, Jim Kelly has said that. Right.
0: So the Bills got extremely lucky to draft him because there were two other teams that, took uh, Mayfield and uh, Darnold. They could have taken him, but they got lucky and have him. And um, he's played well in the last year or two. And there's no way that Sean McDermott is going to risk him to further injury, although the injury is likely not as um, permanent as some of the other callers have said. And I think Diggs earlier in the week tweeted, uh, Rejoice on Tuesday um, when the medicals were in. Plus, Allen himself threw the ball two plays later, nearly 70 yards according to next-generation stats. Dave Dave Davis should have caught that ball. Yeah, you're
3: talking about the final play of the game against the New York Jets. Yeah, I think all things considered, (laughs) Lou, I'm with you. Until I have more concrete evidence, I'm not going to be overly concerned about Josh Allen and his elbow I know it's been the huge topic of conversation in western New York, in the NFL for the past few days. But if the man has to sit down for a game, then so be it. When the, when you tell me that he can't drive the ball down the field and that he's going to be affected, then I think we have room to worry, cause for, for worry, but not right now. I ain't sweating what I don't know. Chris is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
5: Hey, JR. Thanks to all the vets out there for their service. Calling about the baseball stuff. Um, I know you're pretty much. You're, you're, I think you're just tired tonight because I know you agree deep down. Pete Rose, anybody who illegitimizes the sport to the fans, to the owners, the, the you know, Pete Vincent or Bart Giamatti were alive and they were the early commissioner. I'm not. I'm pretty certain that um, uh, that those Astro players were, would have not. Would have suffered a similar fate. Maybe not as harsh as Pete necessarily, but um, they, no. We've got to wait a couple generations. You and I will be gone. But all that stuff that but guys, the steroid era dude. Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, Chris. Okay. Help, help, help me out here. Yeah. Do you believe Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Or should they put him in the Hall of Fame is a better question. Yes or no? No. Okay, Absolutely. you don't believe Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame. Why?
5: Why do I not believe he should be? Yes, I said, no, he should not be.
3: Yes, I understand why.
5: Because he illegit- he damaged the game, he illegitimized the game, and especially as we're trying to pick it back up, gambling's coming. He's the worst person to have around or even hear from. He okay. did go to the '80s Phillies reunion or uh, here. This past year, I think it was.
3: He did. And, so let me uh, ask you another kind of, question: If yes he sir. goes, if he goes into the Hall of Fame, who does he harm? I mean, you have you bring up a good point, but who does he harm?
5: Well, see, that's the apathy. He harms the whole game. He's a symbol of the illeg- of people who don't, uh. who, illegitimize what we think we're watching. Um, you got to be strict with these rules. You can't mess around with that you can't i don't, I don't think th- we don't even know look at aaron judge this year the maris family was there how do you think they feel about barry bond how do you know hank Aaron? and this family well, we
3: we we know how we know how uh roger maris son feels about barry bonds because he told us but right when it comes down to pete rose to be honest i don't think enough people care see that's I-
5: the apathy we can't afford that's the, that's the well, damage peep, they've there's, done. That's
3: there's the a lot of people who done. there's a lot of people who don't care about baseball at all and I don't think it has as much to do with, you know, people cheating on the field.
5: Yes, that's true. and they're working on some of that. And as I said, the gambling coming into the game, you can't have a gambler yes. shoeless Joe that no Pete, No, it's they gotta this stuff has to go okay. into the Twilight and be, and let baseball breathe and the people who work in it people like I, you who have to explain this crap it's and and people who buy tickets the dodgers who lost their world series rings and their grandkids who didn't it's not yeah. right no no no
3: okay well thank you chris i just i i you care there are a lot of people who don't care about baseball at all there's a huge segment that does i care about baseball i love it I think we've gone through this. I'm not happy about everything that's taking place with the game, but I'm not I'm not going to sweat Pete Rose if he should go to the Hall of Fame. Gambling is so big. Who's going to who's going to pitch a fit? Who's going to who's going to scream, "Oh my god, Pete Rose, he shouldn't be in." I'm going to I'm going to stop spending money. Isn't baseball a business? Who's not going to spend their hard-earned cash because Pete Rose goes in? And by the way, if Pete Rose goes into the hall of fame it won't be because of baseball that's like one step baseball has reinstated him he's in decent standing with baseball and now one of these veteran committees puts him into the hall of fame who's gonna whine and complain nobody baseball has bigger issues Pete Rose going in is not gonna you know harm the integrity more than baseball has already harmed itself that's just the reality Hey, Jack, what are your thoughts?
4: I mean, at this point, I think they should just put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame simply because they've had this back-and-forth cat-and-mouse game for years. I think baseball as a sport has changed a whole lot. Society's perception of gambling as being a vice has also changed, and I think it's time that Pete Rose is just recognized for who he was on the diamond as opposed to the monster he was off the field.
3: Yeah, just put the guy in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if I go as far as monster. But I get it. He's had, a, he's had his issues. Jack, I appreciate your work this week or the past two days, man. Thank you so much.
4: Yeah, my pleasure, JR. It's always a pleasure getting to be with you. Thank you for having me.
3: No doubt about it, and a great job, I might add. Who, who's coming up next? Is it Mr. Ryan
4: Hickey? Yes, it is.
3: Oh, that's amazing. I like him, too. Listen, folks, the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, it's a wrap. Thank you to Jack Stern, and thank you for listening. If you missed a minute, you can always hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. I'll be back with you Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 Pacific. If, you, if you're in New York City, you can listen to me. This weekend, on the fan. But don't go anywhere here on CBS Sports Radio. Hickey's coming up next, and he's great. I like him. Thank you, Jack.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.